Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing narcissistic future faking. In today's episode, we're going to discuss, first of all, what is narcissistic future faking? We're going to discuss how narcissistic abusers use future faking to con victims. And then finally, we're going to talk about how to protect ourselves from being duped by this manipulation tactic. So to begin, future faking is an offshoot of love bombing. Essentially, it is the promise of a better future in exchange for the present day payout of resources on the part of the victim. So this manufactured and fake future is something that the victim is particularly interested in for their future, and therefore they will be much more willing to keep on giving into the demands of the perpetrator for the hopes that if they continue to do this, one day they will be able to live their dream, their ideal life. And ultimately, this is an ideal life that the perpetrator convinces the victim that they can only live, they can only manifest, they can only create if it is done through them. So for a great example of narcissistic future faking, I highly suggest the show on Netflix called Bad Vegan. Uh, this show essentially is about a celebrity restaurateur, Sarma Melangalis, who is the owner and the co-founder of Pure Food and Wine and One Lucky Duck. These are both vegan food restaurants in New York City. She essentially becomes a fugitive who goes on the run with her husband, Anthony Stangis. He is the narcissist in this instance who cons her out of her fortune by convincing her that, she, that he holds the key to making her dream essentially from expanding her food empire to making her beloved Pitbull pit bull immortal reality. So this is, a, this is actually a great show uh, in general for narcissistic abuse, if you want to check out that as an example, but specifically the way narcissistic abusers are able to future fake their victims out of literally everything they own, as well as their career and their future. So this narcissistic abuse tactic of future faking is essentially done where the by by the perpetrator studying the victim, studying their deepest desires, their hopes, and their dreams. And once they gather this information, then the perpetrator can then create a fantasy of the future where they claim that they can make all their victims' dreams come true, but only if the victim gives over their trust and all their resources. So by convincing the victim that this reality is only going to be possible through them, they can slowly hook them into their deceptive fantasy world where the victim is going to continuously, willingly give over their resources and future. So at first, when this happens, a perpetrator may not ask for that much, um, maybe not even very much, making it seem like a really good deal. But as time goes on, they will up the ante, slowly gaslighting the victim into giving over more and more of their resources to get this fantasy dream. Now, by the time victims are going to realize that they have been duped, uh, oftentimes it is way too far to back out. They've already invested the resources, such as time, money, potential, things like that. And at this point, they oftentimes will fear that if they do back out, they're going to lose the potential of this dream entirely. And because they already gave so much, they don't want to lose out on what they've already given. And subsequently, victims will continue to invest in the hopes that one day, you know, all their dreams will come true and all the hard work and investment will be worth it. And ultimately, this is abuse and it never does pan out. And they just continue to fork over until they just give over everything and oftentimes until they lose themselves. Now, it may seem silly as an outsider 
looking at, even in this show, looking at her get duped by the narcissist in this instance, but it's important to understand that it is very difficult to withstand this form of manipulation and love bombing. So one of the reasons that future faking of narcissistic abusers is so deceptive is because most of the time they're actually believing their own delusions. They're believing their own fantasy. So when, when someone's going to believe in what they are selling, it's going to make it much more attractive, even though it's not necessarily based in fact or reality. And this is textbook sales. You know, when we believe in what we're selling, it causes other people to be more confident in it as well. So when we're confident, even if it does seem out of touch to the uh, individual, the seeming confidence on the part of the perpetrator makes it very difficult to withstand future faking. Now, it's also important to understand that the narcissistic abuser themselves is already living in a split off fantastical dissociative state. And this world has really no basis in reality. This false world essentially is the false self, right? It's a defense mechanism oftentimes seen in abuse victims that is designed to protect them from the true reality that they would have to face if this false self, if this false world were to break down, and that is their true self, which is drowning in shame and guilt. So the perpetrator is doing this to, in essence, bring victims into their false world because they cannot feel this world by themselves. They're not connected to source. They're not connected to their higher self. They have no way of generating energy. So by manipulating victims to come in, they will essentially try to get them to narcissistically supply their fantasy world. Now, victims who struggle with low self-esteem, right, low self-worth, let's say they lack confidence in themselves, they don't trust themselves, or if they do not have a vision for their lives are especially susceptible to future faking. You know, the narcissist can pick up on these things because mostly because they are in essence suffering from these things themselves. And they're gonna use these shortcomings as an opportunity to offer the victim all their wildest dreams coming true. So in essence, it's a way to get out of their, their pain, to get out of their shame, or to get away from their insecurities. In essence, the abuser is using all the victim's insecurities against them. So in the case of, let's say, an intimate relationship where you have a narcissistic abuser who is future faking, that might sound something like this. If you come with me, we can be a super couple, we can get rich and take over the world, you won't ever have to work another day in your life, quit your job, and let's run away and start a family together in some far off land or something along these lines. In the case of, let's say, a spiritual or religious narcissist, it may sound something like this. If you join our religion or if you join our cult, right, if you join our group and you do things exactly as we say, you invest yourself and your family as well as you give over your vision to us, you can be a part of our group who are going to usher in a new day, let's say a messianic era or a utopian future. And let's say in business, this might sound like if you invest in me and my product or my business venture, you will make loads of money in the end, you know, just accept what I say as fact, follow my lead and continue to invest in me and the payoff will be well worth it. So in this instance, you know, having no real plan or vision, oftentimes the abuser uh, in the business world is just selling a bill of goods with the, you know, they're selling that, let's say, hopes of extreme business success in exchange for continuous investment of, let's say, resources, which is most usually money. So there's also an element of bait and switch here in future faking. So the narcissist is baiting the victim with, with a fantasy future. And when they take the bait of the narcissistic abuser, then they will switch and they'll oftentimes blame the victim for the future, this fantasy future not coming true based on the fact that the victim, let's say, didn't do enough or give enough or they weren't enough in general. So the victim obviously is unaware that this is happening and they'll oftentimes be feeling very guilty or feeling ashamed and then they'll give more and more until the point of physical, emotional, and financial exhaustion. 
So in essence, future faking is using the ideal and fantasy of a dream to distract from what's actually going on in the relationship, which is abuse. So by having victims focusing, right, distracted on this fantasy future, they will be distracted and not be able to see the true intentions of the relationship, with, which in essence is to con victims out of their vital life resources. So now let's talk about how to protect yourself from being a victim of future faking. So the first thing to understand is, is that if something is too good to be true, you know, the famous saying, it, it probably is. You know, when we're offered something that is seemingly too good to be true, get curious, check in with the potential, let's say secondary gains of someone who might be trying to trick you out of your resources. Next, it's so important to trust yourself and your gut instinct. You know, many victims of abuse struggle to do this, but it's so important to find a way to connect to your higher self and just trust your gut instinct. If something feels off, it's usually your intuition telling you, hey, this is not good for you. You know, it's a lot harder to gaslight somebody and future fake somebody who is trusting themselves. So developing a strong relationship to your higher self to source and with your intuition, with yourself will help you discern, hey, what is good for you and ultimately what is not, what is fake. It's so important to get clear on who you are and what you want out of life. In other words, it's so important to have a vision for your life. If you don't know yourself and if you don't know what you truly want and you don't know where you're going, you are essentially susceptible to people coming along to manipulate, manipulating you, future faking and love bombing you into agreeing to and wanting something that is not necessarily aligned with who you are and what is meant for you. Next, it's so important to check if actions match words. If they do not throw the flag and maybe it's a mistake, maybe it's a miscommunication, but if this happens enough, someone who is gaslighting you will, will almost always have actions and words that are not aligned. So definitely throw the red flag and ask questions, get curious, because someone who's transparent and honest and someone who's real, and if it's based in reality, will um, essentially their actions will most usually match up with their words. The next thing is don't sacrifice current happiness for a potential future. You know, obviously when you're pursuing a dream, there's gonna be sacrifices and that's important. But when we completely ignore the present and we sacrifice that for a potential future, in essence, we're ignoring the journey in exchange for the outcome and ultimately we miss the beauty of the journey along the way. So it's so important to, yes, there's sacrifices and it could be painful and difficult, but check in with the benefits um, and the joy that's experienced along the way and to sacrifice that entirely. And if somebody's promising something in exchange for that, definitely throw the red flag. That is not, uh, not a good sign. Next is heal your wounds, you know, raise your self-esteem, work on that self-esteem, let's say a negative self-image, and work to become whole. When you do this, you become more self-aware, more self-loving, and at peace with yourself. And then when this is the case, you will have less pain and less wounds, less dysregulation, and it will be less susceptible to being love-bombed into a fantasy. You know, when we are rooted and at peace with reality and with ourselves, we are less susceptible to a fantasy which seems to come along and soothe our pain and solve all of our problems with a potential fantasy. Next is to make sure you yourself are not living in a fantasy. You know, if you are living in this fantasy world, let's say you are a victim of abuse, it's gonna make sense that we dissociate and live in this fantastical world, live in our heads. However, it is a lot easier to love bomb somebody and future fake them when they are doing so. So it's important to assure that your dreams are continuously based in reality and while they certainly can have an element of fantasy and magical thinking, and there certainly is a place for that, it's important to continuously check in and assure that your dreams have basis in reality, are based on truth, and are grounded in facts. Now, if you are in a relationship, it's so important to check in continuously with your partner to assure that both of you guys are on the same page. When there's relationship ambiguity, let's say large promises with no real action, that is a red flag. It's important that yes, in the beginning of a relationship, you know, we obviously the love bombing, we make all these promises, 
And then we oftentimes assume that that love bombing is real and true. And oftentimes it is, but it's important not to assume things. You know, continuous communication throughout the relationship is going to lead to clarity, which will allow you to learn where you both stand in the relationship and then where you both stand in relationship in relation to the co-created dream. So you have a right to know where you stand and to transparency. I would say it's even an obligation and responsibility to get that clarity through healthy and transparent communication to assure that there is no gaslighting in fact taking place. And if you, let's say you try to reach out and get that clarity and get that transparency and that communication and are gaslit or retaliated against or punished or bullied to just trust me, right? Uh, that's a red flag. And ultimately that is uh, usually a sign that there is in fact some sort of gaslighting. The next tip to protect yourself from future faking is to connect with people who help you, who help ground you in reality and who can mirror back to you the voice of reason. You know, when your intense emotions of love and desire or fear are getting the best of you, you know, otherwise known as get a, get an accountability buddy, whether that's it's a friend or a coach or a healer, having someone who can keep you grounded and hold you accountable essentially can assure that you are not getting away from yourself or losing touch with what is real and what is possible and getting pulled away into fantasy land. Um, it's important to remember that success is hard work. This is something that takes continuous work and, and ultimately success is about who you're becoming. So if success is, if a relationship is taking you away from yourself, if, if your dream is pulling you away from yourself, making you less of who you are meant to be, then ultimately it is usually not based in reality. It is usually a fantasy. And, and success is about a, a process of becoming your best self. And we have to go through those necessary growth steps. You know, if somebody comes along and offers success that avoids hard work, it's probably not based in truth and reality. Now to finish off, I wanna say like this, this is such an important topic. I think everyone really needs to pay attention and learn about future faking and how really dangerous it is. I believe, I believe most of us, if not all, are victims of this abuse tactic in some way, shape or form, whether it's interpersonally or on a collective level. And most of the time we just have no awareness of it because it's so subtle. And you see this in romantic relationships with love bombing and in politics, you see this a lot with false you know, future promises. And you most specifically see this in marketing with advertising that is very much capitalizing on the fantasy of a better future. Future faking is dangerous and it's rampant and it really has the ability to rob you of, of your future, of, of your dreams, uh, and even really cause you to, to lose yourself entirely. And that's why I wanted to do an episode today to talk about future faking and pay attention to, first of all, who are you and where do you wanna go with your life? What is your dream? And then, uh, and that's really only something that can be identified inwardly. Only you can figure out who you are and only you can figure out what it is that you want. And therefore, if somebody else is coming along and manipulating or bullying or telling you what you want, um, just be mindful of the fact that that cannot be the case. Nobody else can tell you. It's so important to go on a journey of self-discovery so you can figure out who you are, learn how to become whole, and then develop a vision and a dream that is rooted in reality, that is based on who you truly are, and that is really how we get the future that we want. And if it's not, it is oftentimes that we are being gaslit, manipulated, and potentially future faked. So if this is a struggle for you, if you're finding yourself getting pulled into other people's vortexes and other people's dreams and fantasies, chances are you are an abuse victim that is getting dissociated and pulled out into a fantasy world to, you may have had to do that in childhood to survive and ultimately that became a pattern. So it's so important to go inward and heal the wounds that cause you to be highly reactive and dissociate and go into magical thinking or fantasy world and come back to the present moment, come back to yourself, come back to reality so you can build a dream that is based on reality that will ultimately sustain itself that can very possibly come true. So if you're interested in going on that healing journey inward to becoming whole and then developing a vision for your life that is based, in fact, in reality, which ultimately will protect you 
from Future Faking, please feel free to reach out directly to me. It'd be an honor to work with you. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You can reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best. <laughs>